Beginning of Act Two. All right, so as Dorne steps before his chosen warriors, he will say, There will be a day where I am no longer with you to lead you in this battle. But I know you will all have the strength to see my will done, what we have all fought for. For it is only truly when steel is put into the fire that it is strengthened. And so I shall do the same to your very souls, so that no evil, no power, should you have the will to fight, should overcome you. Yeah, that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> There's a variety of, you know, everyone has some not so um, uber now fully in mid, mid, middle age, like, looks upon you with this look of, like, just fierce adoration. Your son uh, just kind of smiles, a bloody smile. Hoorah. As you then tap into this, you're attuned to the scroll, but what have you done with it? There are passive effects to the scroll, there are special effects to the scroll, and then obviously there's spells you can do, and then there are things that we lovingly call miracles. As you tap into this, your eyes flutter and darkness. Yours the same, even though you're kind of just like, like leaning against a wall watching this, the same. What? Just that description of like, la la la, epic! <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I just imagine that you're like, yeah. I don't know no, no. shit what he's doing. But yeah, the whole, I guess I'm in this too. As both their eyes, you both get a very similar sensation to each other. Being pulled away and then toward. We in a new place. With a burning sun just before you. It's not hot. And it's pure white. A wall of it. What you lack is simply perspective. As you jointly zoom out, you see that it's not a wall of white. It is... In the same way that if you were up against the sun itself, it would just seem like an infinite wall. As you zoom out... Infinite distance, you see this thing before you, this sphere, white, condensed. The word energy seems so lame in comparison, but some something. <coughs> you hear a voice in your heads, directed toward you, but you hear it as well, of course. Do you have the will to? upon these others forevermore when it speaks it's like the voice of a thousand million trillion people that have been born in the past and will be born sometime in the future all speaking children, humans, dwarves elders, elves every language possible every emotion conveyed through this simple 
question. Are you sure you have the will to do this? Even if it's for a sunrise that I shall never see, I will see it done. It grows, expands, consumes you. Consumes you as well, but you're a little bit purple to it. (laughs) In fact, you're able to see it as strangely you shouldn't right you're both right there so you should be consumed as well but you're not you see him consume in this weird non non-perceivable place <sighs> by this infinite expanse that's not infinite just very large and then <sighs> shrinks down and you see a glowing transcendent thorn there the most resplendent form you can possibly imagine him taking on that of white light purity but also red blood dripping the darkness that looms over lightning that is a natural but violent thing all of these emotions all of your will your mind put toward one singular thing and you see him in his hand that sun that massive almost infinite expanse is held within his very grip. And as you whisper your words to it, it expands, consumes you both. By the time you blink and come to, it's as if you were just staring at at the, 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 the sun. And you see that all of these others around have dropped to the ground. Um, one knee and what you see as their heads are all down breathing <gasps> you see what looks like mist like vapor and heat rising in a myriad of different col- colors grimaches a deep crimson color um uh, dogs come on uh, um, uh, various others all, all, all around. Um, Davinor Rayacles' grandmother of G- Guthrie Rayacles, a bluish color coming coming from it. Um, an elven fig figure, a greenish color, all of them with different pitches. Um, what color was Uber's? Black. Black. A blackness. I would think at this point it's maybe more of a deep purple at this point in time with that sort of shade of purple that is close enough to black blackness some are white mist all of them rising and they turn not into two arms two legs spirits or anything like that they just take on a general shape as their eyes open and they're just black pits with a pinprick or two of starlight there and as each of them raise their heads you see many of them a similar dark eye with like one or two little pinpricks of starlight (coughs) through there touched by this miracle here the mist fades not away but into them 
you sacrifice to make this miracle happen? Whatever that light would want. It wants to know what you would sacrifice for it. Um, I'll say a bit of his own autonomy and free will in the sense that he'll give up an eye and if this thing wants to see life through him kind of thing. Am I making sense mm-hmm. there? So like okay. opening the door to himself and he'll that'll be symbolized in sacrificing an eye. I would dare say there's little more profound. Some might some might say Dorn would give up some of his strength. Dorn's been strong forever, you know? I think the thing he ch- he's cherishes, he, what is the thing Dorn has cherished more than his strength, his constitution, his so-called leadership? It has been that free will. It's the thing that set him on his way forever ago. It is a reason that he led his people one way or the other against the overseers. It is the thing I can't imagine him cherishing anything more than that. So what makes it the perfect thing to sacrifice an amount of. You simply watch as one of his eyes clouds over white. Still there. No, no, nothing so dramatic, like, but just a white eye. Not in the way that an old woman's would gain cataracts and not be able to see, like, going, like, a, like an unnatural, misty, like, white eye sort of thing. Kind of like. I'm actually going to change it and say both. Just go along with that line. Like I said, the sunrise I'll never see. Kind of thing, so mm-hmm. his vision is gone. I'll just say that. Both of them, you give away your vision, and it is a full sacrifice in that case. Others, as you kind of like wobble for a moment, like took up so much of your of energy. In this moment of him giving up so much, it took a lot from you as well, but he's very weak in this moment of time. There's a moment where you realize you have the ability to affect him. If you so choose. I would affect him by walking over and putting his arm over my shoulder so he can stabilize. Very good answer. Very good answer. The first to rise to support you is not one of your followers, but the comrade that has been walking beside you one way or the other for decades and decades and decades now. The neighbor from so long ago. Perhaps it's because they are still weak and, 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 and groggy themselves. Perhaps it's because she, knew, she knows intrinsically, but whatever the reason, you know it's her when you, when you have to give your weight to her. Is there anything either of you say in this moment in time? Could you not have skipped a few breakfasts? I'm sorry. For everything. Just if he leans on you. I'm not. And with that, you lead him through his followers begin to follow suit as they have forever, their eyes returning back to a normalish color, haze, shape, in silence. 
I think as you did that, again, you imparted not only your will, but I think there was a distinct, like, I think that impression of, like, destroy dragons is, like, the simplest form of that. Mm-hmm. But that was not the crux of it. That's why I wanted to give you much more credence to, like, well, what are you really saying? But over the millennia plus, it's kind of still down to, like, we need to do this thing. That there's so much more to it than that. It's not just kill them because we, we hate them. It's kill them for a, for a reason. <coughs> um, you were led quietly. I would say I would actually be leading him, but I would do a scene so that it would look like he was walking on his own strongly. Mm. You cast a seeming obscuring the two of, of, of you in, in that sense to make it look like you're walking strongly through. And as the last time the free people of the court city, of any free people, will see Dol Dorn, he is walking proudly on his own two two feet, leading his most trusted. And are you there, Aladra, or have you disguised yourself as somebody as well? You're still I'm there, lead, but I'm still dumbly leading. stumbling every once in a while. Yeah, makes Female sense. Feet. <laughs> makes sense. You ultimately reach the meeting chamber that you've held so many meetings in over the many, many years of your time here in the court city. It has been completely fixed and re- re- reworked, re- re-renovated, and all that good stuff. Um, it is a night that will live for a very, very long time as everyone, I put them all away, but that's fine, um, as you guys come and take your seats here, as others come and do the same. Understand our tasks. This has been a couple days, like several, three, four days since you guys came back to the court city. So it's all been written out very clearly. You know, you can't control how you do it, but this is the general, the general gist. And um, and Anatar's job, or sorry, Orion's job, which I didn't make clear, he is doing nothing. He is there to power you all, as has been seen. Um, energy can simply enhance other stuff. He is there to give all of his power to you, to even in addition to your to your, your your own souls. Let's make these miracles whole. Any, to be dramatic, any last words amongst you and the people that are here: Roi, Balinor, Boldre, Kolkoran, Anatar, your sister. It has been an honor fighting with all of you all these years. And an even greater one to sacrifice myself for you. I'm ready. You're right, Prick. You, you know that? And while you can't see, you can hear the tears on your sister's voice as she, you, see, you hear a chair and you just feel her arms around you, kissing your eyes as she sees are glazed over and gives you a hug that reminds you of the mines, but not at their coldest, 
not at their deepest, but that simple hovel that you lived, lived in when she was young and scared and she would hold on to you so tightly like you were the only thing there to keep her safe. Antar and Kolkron are both looking at, at you. Antar will come over just for you to stand. He will kneel down so you're of equal height. And he will gently, with his giant hands, kiss on your face, and kiss your forehead, kiss your nose, and kiss your lips gently. I do not make the sacrifice lightly. The only solace I have is that if there is a beyond, that I will find you there. No matter how many years or how many lives, I will find you there. It was good to see the world. It was better to build a home. Let's make sure other people can do the same. We'll give them a home. No, we'll give them a house. You give them a home. Stand. Your son, Cole Kernron, comes over, gives you a hug, faces you, pulls back tears in his, his eyes. It's going through a lodger's head right now. What does she say? Selfishly, she's thinking at least one of my boys will be alive. You hear the thought, because you do right now, you're very tired. But I will still be cupping his cheek and say, my smart boy. Thank you. Thanks for being a mother and a savior and a herald all, I guess. Sorry you were born a god. I think Elijah would have tried reaching out by sending over the. It, it wouldn't have worked, but I just yeah. wanted to ask if he would try. Oh, yeah, because he here wouldn't be able to live. Yeah. So. Here and there, it's like, come on, maybe he just stepped out of wherever the fuck boards he is. You imagine he's in a place similar to where you're in right, right now as well. He cups your cheek as you're cocking his and he says, I don't think I really knew what it was, but I always, I always envied how you looked at him. They considered killing a few birds to uh, get you to pay attention to me a bit more, but um, I think I just realized that he needed you more than, than I did. And I think right now it's kind of like the rest of the world is as needy as that little shit was. I can say that because I'm his, his older brother. You can. I am also... I will not say glad that you are here. It is not my desire for my offspring to pass. 
but I will admit, I trust it more that it was you. If anyone could shoulder that burden. Thanks, Mom. See on the other side. Good job, champ. I invented that too. <laughs> Goes. Sits the down. You all join hands around this table. As Orion begins humming and his vocal cords thrumming, send like sparks, like stack electricity through your arms. The weave of magic, if you peek your eye open, you all are now tuned to it to a scroll. You can see the weave itself gathering in this place in tremendous. Describe it to me. <laughs> you can see it. You can see yeah. it too. I even like the idea that like he can see in the sense that they're connected and like her will yeah. almost extended to him, so like he doesn't run into a chair. I think she's you like, run into that chair. <laughs> I think you can get a general sense of things by what she's seeing, but I think you can definitely see slash feel the weave around, like seeing these infinite threads. The court city apparently has always been sort of a nexus point of these ley lines and whatnot. But what you're seeing here is them being like pulled down, like a string on an instrument being pulled back to a critical point that when it is let go, it'll be a massive. But it's tons of those, thousands, millions of those strands, ley, ley lines from miles away shifting over. This is not a one-second thing. This is a several-day-long thing. So at this point, you're all here essentially holding hands, transcending the need for food, water, your body's vessels that are being burned away slowly as your souls go stronger and stronger and stronger as you are completing a miracle here that in the future we'll only know as the likes of uh, the... Raven Queen in modern times, at least she's called, you know, using two scrolls to void out an entire scoop out an entire area, sort of thing. It took her days, like a week of constant focus to, to do that. You were doing a miracle that is several levels above that, even with all of you combined around channeling it through. At a certain point, your minds are just lost. It's just the sheer focus of a divine figure that you all essentially are at this moment. And for these few days, though, it doesn't, you know, you don't know, it could be days, months of time ceases to make a difference because you all mingle your souls, your consciousnesses, your efforts, your wills, your, your energies, your, your everything. There's a very real thing here where you go, okay, I can understand why they would call us gods. Not that you know at this point in time that Orion has already set those stages. His acolytes are already scribed new books you know, about, about the host, about the sovereign host being called that, how they were gods, removing the memory of them as mere mortal people is part of your guys' job to give them something to always strive toward. If you think, if you remember the way that the sovereign hosts worship, it's not like a, like a serve your god. It's like, as, as I always say, every time that you that, that the blacksmith swings his hammer, he's channeling on a tower. You know, every, every time a, a bard plays an instrument, they're channeling a maladra. Endless eternal companionship, something to strive toward, and then things to strive away from. And that's where um, a lot of his books are on the Dark Six. You all focus 
and the vision that you're in begins to fade because we are reaching a critical mass here that it cannot perceive as your minds are lost to yourselves. But we of course have to end on Shere Khan, Azur, and Cole Tarant as they merge and mingle their own consciousnesses as your attunement all clicks in for the article of Void. The moment that happens is a sharp silence. A blackness like none other. As you feel the attunement between you and Tarant strong and Azur from them as you've spent six months in now, after, after one failed attempt in this place, comfortable as you can be, the traveler essentially tending to you to attune to this. I would like you to make a charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw. <laughs> 10. Okay. Azure rolled a one. Mm -hmm. Tarant rolled a total of a fifteen. Mm -hmm. As you come back to yourself, I said it's darkness. It's not dark. It's the lack of anything. Dark is just absence of light. I guess that is darkness in a sense, but it's just what. And then you begin to hear them. The voices. The minds. Even through everything, you can hear them, not just your companions, but all of them, all of them. You can feel Jorowai's concern, her boredom. You can feel the traveler in a strange way, but he feels alien, distant, feels unnatural. It doesn't matter. You can hear like every radio, every TV station turned on a different station the entire world and your antenna for everything and always through all times and all places your eyes open as you thought they already were open and you see <laughs> almost like fracked glass stained glass images of shining figures with long ears Powerful force behind a golden dragon. I have a side. A demon of some some sort, undead. Horns blowing. Riding on flaming lasso as. You see a child walking through a street. Mommy? Where's my mommy? Mommy? So it looks up and down an alleyway between two buildings you see a man holding her hair. You see blood on the side of your mother's face. She looks at you Eye almost drooping out, tongue lolled mouth like this. 
Chicos. Vean. Es ok. Run, your back would be if you were the same height through his neck to see the traveler's face from behind he's got thick neck fuck he looks at you Tarant I had a feeling I had a feeling I had a feeling this would happen someday Columbo Deconius Names flood through your mind. More names. The Crow. Ukoko. Ten new sons. And he gestures over. And you see Tarot's hand raise up at the traveler. And he says, From the void you come, to the void you will return. As Azur's blood in slow motion here, and then fast. <laughs> His mind goes to saving himself, as Tarans goes to killing, destroying, voiding the crow himself. The crow. You've never heard that name before in, in, in your life. Looking between them two, and you know before it happens, this is going to destroy everything. And by that I mean, Azur is dying. He will lose the scroll. Tarant is trying to avoid the crow. No, the crow, the traveler. If he is successful, this will destroy everything and all things, and how far you don't know, at least this cabin, easily. Mm -hmm. Easily that. Dad? As your head turns, and you see your daughter right there, and you see her entire future, <laughs> stunted, cut, gone forever. She'll be consumed in this. Or you have the power to protect her forever. What does Shurkan do? I think he would obviously try to protect Jorai and try to contain the blast, essentially. Mm -hmm. But, you know, not necessarily stepping on Tarant's mm -hmm. will, but actually trying to, like, in some ways, redirect and focus, but like by stamping in front and shielding Jorowai from it. You step in front, one hand toward your daughter, who's looking at you. Dad? Your other hand towards the traveler. 
Tarant's there. Can only do one thing at a time, even with infinite power. <laughs> you instill upon her an invulnerability, an immunity to time, to damage. She'll never be hurt again. Even if you cannot control this blast, this is how she will survive. And no matter what, what Orion and your brother and your sister do, she will survive this. She will be strong. She will survive. You have milliseconds. Mm -hmm. That's all the time you have to instill that single miraculous wish. As Azur's lifeblood leaves him, Tarant takes half of your power. It splits, directs it toward him. Traveler seeing this, flips the dag dagger. The side of his own head. Tarant is like, no! <laughs> Your minds come back to you now. Spaghettification through time and space, infinite <clears throat> expanses, infinite possibilities, the stories that you've seen, things, the pain, the many, many unbelievable senses that you've had. And you suddenly return to yourselves. A slight drizzle outside your guild hall. Now, for a bit of brief paperwork here, I'm going to ask um, these are these anymore. Um, I think you were the one sitting next to, or who was sitting next to him? I was, because I took his soup. Were. That's right. <laughs> yep. He's like, and I knew in the past, take my soup, you son of a bitch. Um, yes. <laughs> yeah, he got up and he moved a little bit, a bit over over here. So I'll use, um, uh, I have a different thing, so I'll just put this here for now. Um, first things first. I need you all to make a, um, either a charisma, a wisdom, or a constitution save, saving throw of your choice. If, if you died in that previous thing, in the con, I think, I think that means you two. You two died, right? I'm not, not counting. Not counting, boy boy. <laughs> um, you two roll at disadvantage. The DC here is 25. Okay, well that's okay. We can pick which one we did? Yes. Okay. You all, you'll obviously do con, yeah, no, you'll, do, you'll do wisdom, you'll do charisma. <laughs> I think they had to love to roll above a 10. <laughs> Ooh, sorry, man. I, I, you have to do wisdom, though. Uh -huh. Yeah, well, that's not going to uh, make it. 20. Oh, God. 18, 17. Yeah. 18. Mm -hmm. 28. Yeah. 19. 19. Um, with a disadvantage, they have rolled higher than me. <laughs> uh, 15. It is an unbelievably challenging thing to live mm -hmm. through the lives you've just lived, lived through. 
is very easy for your mind to break under the weight of, of, of information there. And that's precisely what happens to Norwin right now. In a very similar way that when he, when the Undying Court and Moonseek were trying to like mm-hmm. get him to see all of, all of um, Nepal's mm-hmm. memories, imagine that before all the years that Shere Khan just lived. Mm-hmm. You essentially... And your mind is like rent asunder mm-hmm. for a brief time. You are incapacitated mm-hmm. for now. Yep. You did a different thing. It's also very easy for one to experience someone else's entire life and lose who they are. That's that, that's what a charisma saving throw means was, do you even know who you are when you return here? As you return, you are also incapacitated, but for a very different reason, as you're grappling with, you are Aladra. You gave birth to two children. You married you wed you fought every pain yet you i mean everything that's happened to you you feel the death that occurred how could that not be real how could that not be you Would that's not even a thing this isn't a fucking book that's me i live that and it feels like you're dying all all over again as your mind is reconciled with the fact that that wasn't you you're somebody else the whole other life and that part of you is like fighting the incong Rudy there. So you're just sort of like my name is my name is a lot. No, 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 my name is It's also very, very, very possible going through all of this, the physical trauma. How many times do you think, oh, I don't know, Dorn was wounded in his life lifetime? A couple thousand. Dare we even, can, is it possible to count, right? Yeah. You can feel all those wounds, those aches, and almost the relief of, like, let it all go for a brighter future. And I think for for you, it's less of a mental thing here. It's more of a playing to your strengths. Like, I'm just going to brute force through it, damn it. I'm going to brute force through my emotions. I'm going to brute force through the mental fucking trauma. I'm going to brute force fucking through it because that's what I fucking do here. And indeed, you do that. Despite the fact that you feel every death, every wound, every stab, I think it helps that for Dorn, not that he was not a, I would not call him a simple person with a simple life by any means, but he was always kind of single-minded in his thing. This is my, my connection. Why would I change this? So for you, the turmoil is a bit less, I think. For you, it's the physical aspects, and you tap into your physical constitution to go to brute force the way conceal don't feel let's just say that (laughs) whether or not you have to reconcile with that in the future maybe but right now Urphiel has a fucking enemy 10 feet to his left and actually I am going to grab the other mini just to to give this moment the the Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. he's got to fight a couple thousand years in the making Mm mhm He's not actively holding any scrolls right now, um, but there is Pro. His hat is cir- circular, Akatsuki-looking hat here on the table in front of him as he has set that down. As you are the only one, I think for you, it's like you feel all the physical wounds and the exhaustions, but it kind of also helps that you've experienced the touching the orb has sent you kind of in that weird limbo space. 
Um, Gumash has done similar time shit to you before, where you felt all the wounds and you came back. So I think you just sort of have a little bit of a benefit here over over your house. As you see Norwin like doing that, and Alad are just like, this is, this is who I am. This sort of thing. And you're like, like you, like you swallow something that hurts, and you see your friends, and you push through it. In that moment in time, since you're the only person who can, who is fully aware of their faculties, give me an insight check oh on the crow here. Uh, oh, Murph again, I'm pretty good at insight. 21. 21. As he, you see his fingers separating his hand, lowering her. 21? Mm-hmm. That's, that's good. That's not bad. You see him murmur and you actually hear him speak like to himself. And he's like, so that's how that happened. I always wondered. Come on board to go He saw me even now. But then that would mean you see him like piecing things together. I think in this moment in time, I'm a 21 especially, I think, or if you realize that the crow didn't just send you back to see things so you jump to his side. If, if anything, why would you? You guys didn't see necessarily what he saw, right? But I think you realize in this moment in time, the crow was using you to see things. How would he possibly have known what happened after he left, right? Mm-hmm. Sure, he's the crew. He can do anything he wants, but he can't. And I think in this moment in time, you realize the trick was making you think this was to convince you to be on his side. And maybe that is partially a very true thing. But it's also like he saw things that he didn't know. He used you to view things that he was not aware of. And that name that rings in your mind from what Shurkan said to Dorn, Clemvor Dipconius. He knew me even then. Even now, the me of now, through them. So he saw. He did just give the article. But why? If he gave the article, then he must have known. He's looking at these two across the table. Table. I'll fully admit he's looking at them across the table, like they're the threats. Mm-hmm. He didn't expect you to be one. He's like stuck through it. You know what I mean? Um, but that thing is a very Earth thing. Like, like you know, man too hardy to have his life <laughs> torn upside. Mm-hmm. Down. I got a gut. You can't kill me. Yeah. <laughs> As he, just having these thoughts and murmurs to himself. <clears throat> want to say or do anything you see your allies are completely out of commission right now so. i was like yeah if i see that's the situation and he's just murmuring to himself in earth's mind there's there's no rush to start this fight and if he's gonna spew some more stuff he will kind of just sit there and be like well, you're not gonna pay attention to me all right what else are you talking about <laughs> he will stop remembering to himself but will turn and look at you Kind of puts back on that sort of like, huh, too. Hmm, guys. Um, by, by the way, if it wasn't clear, he looks 
very different from his form now than he did back then. Both young and old. Like, similar in black hair and kind of comes over, sure, but it's not like it's the same form. Like, it's always been very, diff very different from what he is now. Um, he looks at you. He says, Well done. Kept yourself through that. Was that supposed to be difficult? I see the strength of will within you. Descendant of Dorn himself. Had to get the information somehow. Did you know that your friend here is the uh, reincarnation? Many times distilled, split, and what, what not of elves that would have been have been descended from Amarwai, Belnor, Shushokan. Now that doesn't mean. Anything. It doesn't. It's not, not the reason he's oh so young and oh so strong. It's just an interesting. I guess the word I would use that wouldn't make sense to you is genetic memory. I found it ain't where you come from, but what you do with it that matters. Well, for me, where you came from was very important because I've been wanting information for a good while. And her, he says, looking across the table, had it in Annie. Distant, distant, distant daughter of Cole Turant. None knew that he, that he even sired a child. That it was some nobody in the fields of the court city. Trout was always the problem. He was like his mother, who was like me in a sense. But he had my gifts even stronger than her, which made him a problem. I should have seen it coming. I did see it coming to a point. I think you two are coming out of your... I think you heard that. I'm going to say you guys both heard that as you kind of are, you know, coming back to yourselves at this moment in time, shaking out of it. You know who you are. You remember that your now husband, not your betrothed, not your not your fiancé, not your boy, not your boyfriend, not your partner, not your fuck buddy, your husband is just outside these doors, essentially. As you come to yourself, and Norman, you also come, come to yourself little bit of the blood coming from your nose here as you smear it across your face. <coughs> Never told all the soul. Well, any grand insights? Any Appreciation for the machinations of your genius, beloved, trustworthy gods. Seeing that they are just fallible men and women all. 
the lies that have propagated since then. Impressive. That's that's coming from somebody who spreads lies. I could never dream of doing it to the extent of which Orion did and his acolytes. Annie would put her necklace back on right away. Yeah, I'm saying. No, no, that's fine. I already have all the information I need from you. Whether or not that's true, I don't don't know. I'm gonna have you both make wisdom saves for me. Mm-hmm. Great. Hey, wisdom save. You got this. Uh, twenty-one. You just got this. Oh, Twenty. Okay. Mm-hmm. He still says what he says, but whether or not it's true or not is a. Uh, mm-hmm. Probably pretty, pretty, pretty good. You can you can roll insight if you want. I you can all roll too. insight if, if, if you want. Sure. Why not? I forget. No, nope. good at that. Sixteen. Um, ah. <laughs> again. So or seventeen. Twenty-six. Twenty-six. I think. I think. Uh, I, I, you don't see. None of you see any reason to disbelieve what he's saying. I already have what I want. You're fine for putting those back on. So if you have what you want, are we done then? Or are we doing this today, finally? I'll admit, I guess I'm just a bit curious. After seeing all that you just did, experiencing all that you just had, is there not an inkling of... Commentary? Greatest theatrical performance in the history of everything. And and all I get is, uh, are we going to do this today? Which he says in your exact voice, right back to you. I don't understand how it was supposed to bring us to your side. It was honestly a lot. And it seems only to solidify that you've always been a little unusual. Unusual, sure. In the end, would you have sided with with Amorion when he held the powers of Void in his hands? Would you have made any different decisions than your predecessor so long ago? Because I did. I would say if not for me, I wouldn't need to be here right now. 90% of your population would already be gone. Yes, in the end, I did try to get the article for myself. The reason for that being I could not trust them. You couldn't trust them. I know. I know how absurd it sounds. You don't know what the fucking word means. Oh, I trusted Orion for many, many years. Don't steal. I trusted that man for many years. Many more than you've been alive. If there has ever been somebody in the history of my long history that has 
given me pause, it is him. And in the end, he would have tossed me away like any other. Even after all that. So if you trusted him and you have such disdain for us mortal kind, why stand against him? When almost all of us would be wiped out if his plan went perfectly. Good question. Smart question. There's one thing to take away from all that. Maybe it's this, because you're a man of action. I have already offered you minutes ago, though it might seem like it's been six weeks. Minutes ago, I've already offered you a solution. Did I not? I am extending to you the same grace that, that Orion extended at that time. I will remove all mortal and immortal minds from this sphere, plane, I shouldn't say sphere, it doesn't make any sense, from this plane, but I will leave one city standing. That is the offer and the only offer. That is what I said to you before. And I say it again to you now. My hope is that you've now seen the might that holding one article, much less three, affords someone. You have held them yourselves, in a sense. You've all been touched by them in some way, shape, or form. This is a negotiation that need not take place but I am extending it to you because I don't really care if all of you are gone or if 95% of you are. It is mostly the same to me. Are you trying to enact Orion's will or is this something for your own? Well, the good thing is what I want correlates with what your god of law and lore wanted. What he saw was not untrue. It's now been 1,700 years plus since the then, since the last thing you all saw. The world looks quite fine, right? You have all faced both the giants and drag dragons. You know they are not, uh, you, you know that they are not gone. You are gifted with that knowledge and experience at least, but you know that those are not the, not the threats. What Orion spoke of, you've dabbled in both the Fey, the Fell, the Hells, I'm guessing, to a point. No, I know, know for a fact, actually. 
Maybe you venture into this, the, the celestial realm even. Maybe the multitudinous planes of the mental. I don't know where the fuck you've, you've all been, but I know you've been all over. What Orion saw is true. I can't tell you when, but his fears are very true. As mortals continue to prosper, to grow, to spread, eventually they will choke this world of, of what it has, the natural splendors, the, 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 the land, magic and technology will advance to a point of rampant progress and then decay. And your wars will continue against each other. When two warring warlords die, they continue their endless struggles in the fell and in the hells. These things burgeon new devils and demons, the paragons of you. Maybe maybe you three will be fortunate enough to join the, the endless halls in, in, in Elysium and rejoin boots on the ground when the eventual time comes between the wars of heaven and hell. Do any of you want that? I don't want that. Admittedly, not because I care about this plane, but the number of mines are already spread rampantly to an incessant point. I can either swiftly, one might even say gently, but very precisely, excise everything, believe your one reservation, if you wish, that will cut off the other plane's ability to continuously grow them themselves, as I will not be killing. There's a difference between killing and erasing wholesale. There will be no souls going to the fell, no souls going to the hells, no more paragons for Elysium, no more powerful emotions of that extent for the likes of, of the Fae to grasp hold of and take power. A stoppage of all that. For a far longer time than you have left. And again, what that is, I will admit I do not know. Very, very likely not within any of your lifespans. But would be within mine. And for that reason alone, and for many other reasons, I hope that you can appreciate this. Your grandchildren's grandchildren's great 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 grandchildren. Do you want them to live in a world choked by black smoke? This one's already hard enough. Or do you want to consign them to that? All I have to say is, who the fuck do you think you are that you get to take that fight away from us? Well I guess I'm nobody. And that's who I've been for a very, very long time. Every form I inhabit is simply borrowing. I tried once to be one of you. 
tried. And look where it got me in the end. So no. No more. Who am I? Nobody important, but the man who will see the job done. Ashes to ashes, and dust to dust. All that exists was born to rust. I told you that once before, I'm telling it to you again, now face to face. Bring me the article and some of your people will live. It's as simple as that. We don't know where it is. Again, there are going to be repercussions. It's not a lie. Technically. You should love this fucking game. I admit, it has its joy at times, but it's also very grating. Oh, we know. I'll use the son of Dorne's own words. Are we doing this? Because if you can't bring me the article, if you can't find the man that you gave it to, then you're really not worth anything to me. We have the name. Say the name. Commodore Guff. Okay. Fair enough. Play the game. Get played. <laughs> I'm getting the strong sense that you're not going to help me, though. You're no, not we kind to... of love people. I understand. In multiple different places. We can help you by giving you a chance to stop. Now that is not something I expected from you. Or frail dull steel. That flies in the face of everything I've heard about you, everything I've sought out about you before I come in here, everything I've learned about you. Are you appealing to my humanity? What little scrap may be left? Was the name Thanos ever a true name? Or one that was gifted. 
by random strangers. It was true at the time. If you're wondering if I am human, I am. I am more than that, sure. But I am human. That's the only way this works. Mm. So, yes, that was my name. And before I was a human, I was a giant named Columbord Deconius. And before that, I was a different giant. Before that, I was a different giant. I can at least say that this is the only the second human form I've taken, and I'm quite sick of it already. Because every moment, your people's numbers grow, and that is a problem for me, as I've stated. Being a giant was convenient because I was stronger, <laughs> at birth at least. Very strict in their, their hierarchy, their ordining. Even no matter what Orion had, had done, this is even well before Orion. When I became a human, I was sure that there was no way. But then I got closer than ever before to my goals. But I also was corrupted more than ever before. Corrupted meaning. Believing in Orion. Humans are mortals, I should say. And I had the honor of inhabiting a, a, a dwarf, per se. But I, I imagine it's quite similar to an extent of... Uh, there is a strong degree of individualism within you that doesn't quite exist, at least as far as I am, I am aware of in giants. At the same time, you are far more populous, far more, far more of you, and you almost must, out of necessity, survival, band together. So on one hand, you have staunch individualism combating the stark necessity for community, hearth and home. What's mine is mine. What's ours is ours. What is my, is it you the individual? Is it you as a people? Is it your nation? Or is it your realm, your country? Is it your kingdom? Is it make-believe lines that don't even exist on the ground, but they're on a piece of paper somewhere? Who is the mine? Who is the me in that? Your concept of individualism is infuriating because it's a contradiction immediately. So you band together, you make things together. Not because you have to, because you want to, because that's better for survival. But do you share enough to uplift all? No. Because individualism comes back and fights against that. 
but not to the point where you leave entire, entirely and be truly an, indiv an individual. It is a, at least as a giant, I understood the, the ordinary. I understood the hierarchy. I understood this is what need happen. It was simpler. Being a human is tiring, and I tire of it. So thank you for appealing to it. But I will decline. You have all been everywhere, multiple places that you should not have been. You need to be punished. I would like it if you all died. You three especially are a problem. More even than I admit I anticipated. You have my con congratulations for being a fucking problem that needs to be dealt with. So, I give you another offer, since you don't seem willing to bring me an article. I understand, you can't. I believe you, actually. Uh, I can take all of your heads and leave every other soul in this city, your quaint little guild hall, alone. That's it. End. Over. I guess that's the only, only option I'm really giving you now. To lay down and die. Yes. Did not the host do that? Did not they die so that others could live in their wake? If that's how you saw the end of their tale, then you truly are lost. I hope you should spend more time as a human. The centuries I've spent, far too much already as is. Would a more direct example make sense? Holds up a thing, finger, and you see a little green spark. <laughs> splits it and it's two sparks. <laughs> what about those people in this room that you care about? As you recall, there's several, you know, no name. I think only um, um, Marissa is the only like name figure that's important in here sort of thing. Mm -hmm. um. Seeing that, I am going to think in my head, Amma, I need you to go get Elkris and Morningstar and fly away. Yes, of course. What's happening? Don't make a big deal out of it. Just go. Stay low to the ground. I'll find them. I'm, I don't see any trouble. I'm flying around. Oh. Yes, of course. Would you give up your lives to save two innocents? Honestly. You're not really getting how this goes, are you? How does it go? Tell me. We don't quit and lie down and die. 
You can strike our friends, you can go for our hearts, you can take everything you think we hold dear. You think we'll fight you less because of that? Norwin's right. You do need more time as a mortal. Because you vastly underestimate our spirit. There's nothing left to lose, then there's nothing stopping us from devoting everything. Okay. I'll leave. Choose which two you wanted to die in your place, then. Vaporized to dust. Are you that much of a coward, Thanos? I told you, it's your fucking choice. So be it. Well, we're gonna roll initiative here. Mm-hmm. At least to resolve this in turn order. Right now, I don't want us to write anything out there. I just want us to roll initiative. Mm-hmm. This would have been a great time to have a higher one. Mm -hmm. 22. 22. Okay, I got a 20. Very nice. Mm, very nice. nice. Mm -hmm. Not that it's going to start, but like, someone's nice. dying. 12. Mm. Come on, roll above a 10. Oh, there's a 20. Are you adding that to Uh, not yet. Oh. I have to close all of my tabs. It's been oh. a few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll get it there. Thanks. Six. <clears throat> Yes, sir. Well, I should say he's used action art, so he's holding essentially the disintegrate spell there in a flamboyant sense. I'll say now he actually casts it. You know, before it was more like a visual thing. Now he. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can hold it. Well, technically, you could say he's holding his action until we do something. Yeah, that's that's yeah, that that's that's more sense. of an appropriate thing. I was trying to think of. Like, is there a better way to say it? But yeah, yeah it's, it's, makes, it's that fine. makes the most yeah, sense. Yeah. yeah, he has first initiative, but he's Not, see, waiting for someone to move. Now I'm going from narrative style to actual like gameplay. So I'm like, hey, it's a little bit hard to not just flamboyantly say things. Um, mm -hmm. So, Andy, you are up, and you see he's very carefully watching all of, of you. 
there's I have to go back and look at the actual record. I'm not sure who's all in in the room or not. I know Marissa's here. I thought I nobody was like. Yeah, I thought everyone left the room, but no, they're like on the outside of the doors. Yeah, yeah. There, oh, the, okay. the room had a, a number of people, and he could he could so ten are are doing stuff. So some of them left to go on the other side of the door. I think there are there are two here, two here, and Marissa here for sure. Mm-hmm. And they're just mindless zombies. Uh, they're not mindless zombies, but they were told to do something, and they can't not do it. They can still make say saves though. And stuff. That's that's what I mean. Like they're just standing there watching this. They're like, just Marissa standing there. Will not move at all. At this moment in time, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think also Marissa's like watching you to like 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 watch watching you all like what do we do sort of thing. I'm gonna look here. at my mm-hmm. pictures because knowing the people kind of changes what I want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How long ago was this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you So I think I took a picture of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, no, I'll say it at the very end. Remind me to give you guys your gifts at the at the end. Okay. Mm-hmm. Rasta is one of them in there. I was mm-hmm. gonna say I think Rasta, Quinn, mm-hmm. like those Big sorts of people, not yeah. completely no-name people, but people that um, essentially aren't fighters. So pe- people who would be very easy to like, like Marissa might be like, ah, she 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 can probably t- tank a hit. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't have a picture of it, so yeah, maybe I don't. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh shit. Um. Things are happening quick, quickly here. Mm-hmm. Are there people in the room that you like? I guess I'm not sure who would change your mind drastically and stuff. But I know for a fact that they were like non-fighter people that would become the dust. So up to you what what you do. Quite partial to Marissa. Mm-hmm. I know you're quite partial to them all. Oh, they knew what they were signing up for. That's what the crow doesn't understand. There's nothing he's willing to die for. Which is why he'll never get it. I think. Yeah, Annie would have to try. Mm-hmm. Icarus would fly off of her shoulder to him and attempt to banish him. Okay. As Icarus flies toward him, he will use his held action to cast a spell disintegrate. Um, he is not casting it at anyone in the room that can you made it clear that you're not going to be cowed. I think he can see all of you guys like ten- tensing up, like we rolled initiative here. You're just the first to act here as you're casting a spell, you're re- reaching back sort of thing. He's like, <sighs> he's gonna send both disintegrates at you. You're the first to act. So they don't go because at this point in time, it doesn't matter. You made, you made your point, you're not going to be cowed. 
why bother killing, why bother wasting six level spell and a bunch of sorcery points on no-name people? Better take care of the business as the question was just who is going to act first and who is going to break that rubber band of ten tension. So Annie, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. That is 27. Ooh, damn. Damn. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, that's what I'm saying. Like, everything we've been fighting. Yeah. The last couple of saves have been like 24, 25, so. 18 plus 9. Ooh, nice. Incredible. Um, okay. Now I need to make a second save because he is casting a spell twice. Mm-hmm. No. 11. As he, they don't go the same at the same time. It's like first, as he, his eyes flick to you, as <coughs> and you move your head out of the way, hits the wall behind a big old like ten foot cube, just becomes dust. But as you move, the second one comes right for you, and as you hold up your hand, it hits. That will be. 12. Uh, sorry, I haven't done actual math in a while. 12. <laughs> 12. So 24. Mm-hmm. Um, 24 and 8 is 32. And that was 3. That was 9. Uh, 37 plus 40. 67 points of force damage to you as your clothing and your flesh are just. <laughs> You don't even bleed. It's just dust <gasps> falls. If not for your unnatural quickness and the fact that you didn't just like tank, you can't tank. It just disintegrate. You move, but you like just nudges you. So I'm not talking like a big old scoop of your arm. Otherwise, you'd just be gone. It's like <sighs> sort of thing, and it's just enough that you like deflects a little bit. But there is a big, like I would say, like a finger width, like scoop sort of thing here from you, which is the equivalent of very close call it as seven. What did I just say? Sixties. Should have been 77, 77. 77 points of damage. Yep. <clears throat> go past you, goes past, and I'll say, fuck your guild hall. Hits, hits the wall, through the wall, <laughs> into the kitchen. <laughs> um, go ahead and roll your, or I have to roll, the banishment. That was yeah. just his reaction, his held action. Banishment here. The charisma save, right? Uh, natural 20. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's fine. There. So you mark up your fourth level spell. Mm-hmm. As Icarus lands, the spell to try scope, he just like smacks Icarus off pretty much. And then Icarus will fly right back to the shelter. Fly back over to, you can't attack Icarus because he already used his reaction to do that. Annie, you have movement or bonus action left? I wish we were going to do one round and then we'll <clears> jump <throat> first, mm-hmm. by no means. Um. Then we'll play actual fight music. If we're going to. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they're being fired. Bonus action, I mean, why would I do anything else? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay. Inertia trust. <clears throat> what do you okay. say? I say, that fucking hurt! <laughs> <laughs> That's motivation enough for me. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I think there's intelligence there as well. You were just a lot Ladra and Doran fighting against very powerful foes with, with articles and scrolls of great magic and you like there's no one stronger than than 
Dorn, as far as you know, maybe Earth now, but like Earth, Dorn was able to put these shut down by spellcraft. Mm-hmm. So I think a barbaric inspiration is a very good tactical choice. I think that's part of the sort of experience of fighting against legendary enemies as legendary people was going sometimes no matter how strong you are you gotta bolster your defenses and Bardic Inspiration is probably the number one skill in the entire game of D&D at bolstering mm-hmm. checks so mm-hmm. or uh, saves good choice I'm gonna say to that Raphael you're up next <clears throat> that hurt <laughs> uh, as soon as I grab Hack he the ruins alight in a crazy... <laughs> oh, that's probably not even going to hit him, though. Uh, da-da-da-da-da. What'd you think? Sorry, I can't I gotta remember all my numbers now. Mm-hmm. That's two. That's what he did. Well, he's... Because he's a human. He's totally he's human. He's totally human. That is... And that's yeah. not... That's, that, nope. that, that's just him uniquely. Yep, no, that's no, no. That's a specific that's, uh, yeah, yeah. rule to him. Uh, so... 15. 15 will not hit. You come in... <laughs> he stands up from his stool. You cleave the stool in two. <laughs> Uh, 21, 22, sorry. 22 uh, will hit right now because he's not activated something. So yes, you swing, and he's already used his reaction. He can't use shield. That's the that downfall <coughs> I'm watching. Ooh, that's nice. 11, 15, 16, 17, uh, 28, 29, plus 15, 29 plus 17. 29 plus 17, 46. Mm-mm. First attack misses as he gets off the stool. You cleave it in two. You don't need to use stool anyways. You twist, you swing, you get him. <laughs> the golden plates on his front, tanking the, 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 the blow. But like the void like energy that's in it, just sending him, <laughs> scooting back a bit as you pivot around. Did you, you use your, your bonus action to rage? To, no, to charge the sword. Oh, got it, got it. You're not raging yet. You just, no. <laughs> makes sense. Come in. <laughs> Moving around. Okay. Normal. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, I'm gonna use my action to stare him down as a beholder. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, you're using shape change. Mm-hmm. Okay. Can't count count spell it. Already used his reaction. Yeah. Cat. <laughs> <clears throat> You're gonna hate me for doing this. It's what you do. <laughs> but it is something he can only do this one specific time, and you're making me use it before I thought I might have to, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, as you... Wait, you're gonna try to be able that's very interesting. I wanna fudge this stuff too much though. Okay. As a beholder, you have to choose the start of your turn when you are a beholder if, you're, if your mm-hmm. eye beam's active or not, right? Right. So by the wording of that, I believe you couldn't activate it until the start of your next turn. Mm-hmm. Correct? That makes sense, though you have said in the past that it would activate immediately, but do what you want. Because <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's whatever you say, because I think that would make sense with the rules also. You know, that's what the rules technically are. Mm-hmm. It's 
That, that's tough. Damn it. I'm in a tough spot here because Shape Change is a very, very powerful spell, obviously, and it should be. Mm-hmm. But that is one of the things that would be like. In the start of his turn, yeah. The beholder decides. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the start of his turn as a beholder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a whole second turn here, I would say absolutely. Um, mm-hmm. I'm going to say being a beholder is so wildly fucking powerful that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I think for now we'll see if we'll see if this is this is t- I think I'm gonna keep the rules exactly as written there. Mm-hmm. Start of your turn, you, you can choose if it's on or off and what mm-hmm. direction there. Sure. Mm-hmm. So you shape change. Yep. Into a beholder at this time. Yep. Any movement or bonus action then. Um. Now I'll, I'll grab the beholder mini after this. Move right here, but that's about it. Okay. I don't think he has any bonus actions he can do. As you shape change into an, an aberration for the first time, mm-hmm. and you look at him with your multitudinous eyes, your one big eye opening up, he looks at you and all of those eyes, and you just feel an incredible presence and pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. And an unbelievable alienness that is so utterly, pun intended, void mm-hmm. from your natural, like all the things that you, you can't trans- transform into undead mm-hmm. or cons- constructs. Mm-hmm. The game allows you to transform into an aberration because mm-hmm. they are flesh and blood, blood. But as you do so, you, re- you, you just, it's such an alien perspective that's immediately anathema to you. And I think you just hate it. Mm-hmm. No mechanical disadvantage to this at this time. Just just be aware that it's a very, very intrusive thing. It's a very, very <laughs> intrusive thing to do mm-hmm. you here. Noted. As he sees that, and we reach the crow's turn here. It's already blasted you. Dodge one, which is very nice. Uh, the other one got slashed by you. Sees you become a literally fucking beholder. Mm-hmm. He says... I don't need to punish you and your guild hall. I'll see you in the city. He will cast teleport. <laughs> Vanishes from this place. Uh, I'm just going to ask, what would you all do in this immediate moment in time? He here. I'm sending the Eklund. Mm-hmm. You send to Eklund, mark off your spell. Yep. What do you send? The crow is in the city. Get Elspeth to safety. Be safe yourself. Okay. What would you do, Earth, at this moment in time? I would scream, after him! And run towards the two people I know with magics that can get me to where he just teleported to. These two? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah you... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here. He didn't specify court city, did he? Not at all. Okay. Yeah, and you're sit in the city. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that I'm not sure about. So, he's either here in Highmont or in the court city. Probably. Even in the court city, we don't know where he would be. Yeah. 
There are people there that can protect the court city. Nobody is here. In your mind, you receive a sending spell. Strangely, not from Eklund. Actually, I think Eklund would, would respond first and essentially say, understood. Locked down in initiative, blah, blah, blah. You get another signet that kind of like, move out of the way, bitch. As um, a familiar gnomish voice comes, comes to you and says, what the fuck is going on? I thought we'd seen the last of that fucking thing. I'm assuming you're all gonna rush toward toward the mm-hmm. door at least, yeah. very least. Uh, yeah, if we hear that, I actually even better. I'll say that you you take that moment and just like look through Melissa's eyes. They'd be flying in the opposite direction. She's not hasn't doesn't have them, oh, them yet. I'm not gonna tell you what's happening with that stuff. So don't assume that those people are just happily like, yeah, we're totally gonna hop on this thing and move a moose. I think you I think you can't look through her eyes. I'm just going to say this. Miles and miles and miles away. You can't hear anything. It's simply too far away. But as you hear this and you hear Al's voice, you are about to teleport to the court city. Do you teleport somewhere else instead? Yeah. I didn't have teleport ready at all because I didn't know... I'm not, I'm not saying ready. I'm just I'm saying I'm just getting back to your turn here. The I would has be used considering teleporting to Heimat. Okay. Do you do do that? Mm. You guys can talk in this moment of time if you if you want. We just we just got a sending from Al. From Al saying mm-hmm. what the fuck? I thought we'd seen the last. Uh, how did it get here? Mm-hmm. And then, like a scream. I want to give more, but I can't because you physically can't see or hear anything that's happening. Right. Go look outside quick. <laughs> yeah, I run outside. You run outside. I got lots of eyes. And you see a thin beam of blue lightning. <laughs> Powerful. <laughs> you remember a question the crow asked you. Have you ever fought something you, you didn't beat? You couldn't defeat? And you had said, yeah, trauma craft practice. Mm-hmm. And you swear miles away over the dis- dis- distance you can hear the roar of a great Leviathan beast that is gate spelled directly to the center of the city. Mm. And that's where we'll end, right there. Because the that's only thing. Fun. Something far worse than Meteor Swarm, which kills a bunch really fast, is a Leviathan that will destroy an entire city. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to go to the plane to get that? No, the gate spell, as long as you know the name of some, something, you can call it to, to you. Yep, yeah, right just listen. It doesn't have to listen. It's now he knows free, free reign. Oh, that's why I didn't know if it was like teleport. Like, you can't forcibly teleport me away. Like, you can't mm-hmm. forcibly gate somebody away. No, but I in, guess in you fact, can. you absolutely can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a really That's easiest ridiculous. way of... Mm-hmm. Do you want to keep it just so you remember? I'll remember. I Why didn't we say fluffy bunnies? <laughs> We've never beaten fluffy bunnies. <laughs> Loneliness. 
Uh huh. You don't want him to date the loneliness. Peanut butter on the top of my mouth. <laughs> Five million gold. <laughs> mm hmm. Yep. 